the Thriving Student Podcast, helping you go from surviving to thriving during your studies. Hi there, love. My name is Bridget, and I'm a qualified naturopath at Earthly Health Naturopathy. Welcome to the Thriving Student Podcast. My aim is to provide you with practical natural health tips about nutrition, lifestyle changes, and some herby magic to make studying a little easier. So let's go. Hi there, love. How are you? How are you going? Let's do a check-in before we start this episode. Whether you're in the car or you're at home or in your library or wherever you are, let's just take a second to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath in. Put your hand on your belly. Relax your jaw. Have you been clenching and you didn't even realize? Roll those shoulders around. Pull them away from your ears. Give your neck a little stretch. How you feeling? Do you have a word to describe how the day has been for you today. My day's been great, but it's completely okay if your day has not been great. I know we're getting to a very, very pointy end of semester. I think the GAT was this week or in the past week. So it's it's a busy time. Everything's starting to get a little bit serious. So quick check-in. I hope you're feeling okay. Today is Thursday, 8th of June. Uh, today is my classic normal day of the week that is off. So I've been doing a lot of wedding planning today. I've been running in and out of shops. I've been getting supplies. We met with our priest to talk about our ceremony, which was really exciting. I'm just feeling so excited about everything. Um, I'm also feeling very proud of myself because I wrote this episode ahead of time. It's not like me to do things early. Um, and I've almost finished writing the next two episodes as well because this is going to be episode one of like a little three-part series on your immune system and looking after your health in the wintertime. Now, these are the things that we're going to focus on in today's episodes. Today's content is going to be all about the five things, the five recommendations that I've got to help keep your body healthy during the winter time. Now, these are not absolute requirements. They are not going to protect you from all illness, but there's some of the things that I like to change in my routine as it starts to get colder. A couple of the things that I like to focus on, they help me to feel better. They keep me feeling warm and make me feel like I'm moving through the seasons and not sort of just staying remotely in one area. So we're going to move through five different recommendations today. And I'd love if you could leave a comment, especially if you're listening on Spotify, leave a comment about which one you like to do or if you've got any recommendations of things that you like to do in wintertime to keep yourself well and healthy as well. So let's jump into it. So my first recommendation to sort of switch up how you approach your health in the wintertime is to switch to cooked foods for meals. Now, what I mean by that is during the summertime, for example, it is very easy to throw together a raw salad. It is fresh. Raw veggies are easy to come by, very simple to prep. But when it gets to wintertime... 
our body starts to cool down, the temperature starts to cool down. Sometimes salad veggies are a little bit harder to find, but also cooked and and uh, warm foods are really, really fantastic for looking after our digestive system. So where possible, the first recommendation is to switch to having cooked foods for your meals, whether that's brekkie lunch or dinner and dinner. I would love for it to be all three. So to start with, the reason why is that it is easier to digest. When we put cold food into the body, the body has to use its warmth, its own body temperature to warm up that food to keep things being digested. Whereas when we put warm food in, it sort of cuts out one of those little steps. We don't have to sort of heat things up as well. It also keeps the body warm from the inside because we're not having to fight against that cold temperature as well. And then when we've got a warm body, when we've got this warm food coming in, we get better quality digestion. Things are broken down more effectively, which means that we get better circulation to the gut because things are warm and we're able to get really good blood flow to those important digestive organs. And then because there's so much blood there and it's fueling all of those uh, organs really well, we're also getting a lot of great nutrients that are actually crossing over into the blood to then be delivered throughout the rest of the body. So we're having a healthy body as well. Now, this is definitely dependent on you and your routine. I think definitely there is a very natural swing of curries and stews and soups and things that are much easier to have during wintertime that maybe your body doesn't necessarily feel like having during the summer. But definitely one of the ones that I want you to practice on is brekkie. It doesn't have to be perfect and it definitely takes practice to get into the swing of it. But some suggestions that I've got for you for probably the, you know, the main sort of brekkies. So for me, it might be about moving over your smoothies to having porridge or overnight oats that you can throw in the microwave before you leave the house. So obviously smoothies, maybe frozen berries or frozen banana or just ice or something in there, cold milk, those things can be very cooling and very uh, cold in the body, especially first thing in the morning. So having something that is primarily similar ingredients to a smoothie. So you've still got oats, you've still got maybe a protein powder or some seeds like flax seeds or chia or uh, hemp seeds, for example, there'll still be some sort of milk in there. And maybe instead of having frozen berries, you could do things like stewed apples or um, banana or pear or something like that. That's a little bit more uh, wintry vibe. Having that in in an overnight oats recipe, all of those similar ingredients, but being able to warm it up before you leave the house or spend five minutes in the morning chucking that all together on the stove to cook up and have something that is warm. You can also do things like porridge and overnight oats, add some beautiful things like cinnamon um, spices that can help to warm up that breakfast and keep the body nice and warm as well. So if you're somebody that really struggles to get up and out of bed and onto the bus, uh, out the door, on the train, having a warm breakfast can sort of help take that chill off in the morning and keep the body digesting really well. You know that I love to recommend eggs for breakfast. I think that is one of the biggest, beautiful, most fantastic sort of um, power superfoods that we can do because it is just so nutrient dense. So definitely recommend eggs during the wintertime as well. Focus on cooked egg brekkies. They're really great for digestion, really great for a good protein hit and warm for the body and super versatile as well. Um, We can work on doing things like, um, what have I written here? Goodness me. I'm trying to follow my notes, but I did write this three days ago. So leave, you know, it's not the best option. Okay. So I talked about moving from things that maybe are like the most prep that you need to do to things that are like 
super, super easy. For, so for example, things like um, baked beans that you can make ahead of time and have that with some um, poached eggs or some fried eggs on top of it. I really like homemade baked beans. You could do tin tomatoes and a tin of cannellini beans and bacon or herbs and things like that. Make that up on the weekend and have that to have on a piece of toast throughout the week. Add some eggs on top of that. Super great balanced brekkie. You can also do things like an omelette or scrambled eggs. Again, add some veggies in there. Might take a little bit of prep in the morning, but super worth it to have something so nutrient dense. And then some other things that you can do, and I recommended this one recently in clinic because I love it, is like an eggy muggin. So basically chucking an egg, some um, really quick to chop up veggies, so like peas or some onion or some mushroom, maybe with some ham and maybe a little you know handful of cheese or something. Chuck it in a mug, give it a really good stir, and then pop it in the microwave. And you have like a little like go with you mini omelette basically in a mug takes two seconds to whip together you can even have it prepped the night before and just chuck that in the microwave so switching from cold brekkies that can sort of keep our body temperature cold and be a little bit harder to digest in the winter time to things that are warm will help with our body temperature help with easy digestion and helping to keep us really uh nutritionally charged throughout the day as well cooked foods where you can for your meals is to focus on seasonal and very winter veggies so this is sort of similar to above instead of having those raw salads trying to focus on cooked foods and veggies where you can so i love suggesting uh roasted veggies roasting up a big tray with basic flavors spices olive oil um, some basic herbs on top to start the week, like maybe after you get home from the grocery shopping or on a Sunday afternoon as part of your meal prep, chop up a whole bunch of veggies and add those to a tray and pop them in the oven and then have those to be able to add to meals that you create for yourself throughout the week or add to a lunch, for example. When we cook veggies that way and they are really cooked they break down quite fibrous outsides and make it easier to access their phytonutrients on the inside and then adding lots of veggies to soups and slow cooking veg and to curries and all of these beautiful warm foods that's where we're going to get really easy to digest veggies as well so i did come up i did look up a little list of what those seasonal winter veggies look like and these are great ones to focus on when you do the grocery shopping or when you're helping somebody in your house do the grocery shopping so for example things like uh, broccoli, beetroot, Brussels sprouts. I was so excited to see Brussels sprouts last week at shopping. I never thought I'd say that, but truly I, I love Brussels sprouts. Carrots, collie, fennel, kale, mushies are a really good one at this time of year. And we're going to talk about that more next year, uh, next year, next episode, because mushies are a really great immune boosting food as well onions, potato, pumpkin, silver beet, parsnips. These are all really great nutrient-dense vegetables. And a lot of them are really good root veggies as well. I don't think I mentioned, oh yeah, pumpkin in there as well. So root veggies where they're found under the ground where plants sort of withdraw and store all of their nutrients during the winter. So we know that they're really nutrient-dense. Um, so definitely something that I think would be a really great thing for you to focus on is including as many vegetables as you can during the winter time, but don't necessarily focus on having raw salads or feel like you need to do it that way to keep up your veggie content every day. Having cooked veggies that are warm and broken down already going to be so much easier for di your digestion.
Okay, so the third recommendation I've got is including beautiful spices in your recipes, in your food, in whatever you're doing throughout the wintertime, but including some spices. There are plenty that we actually use as herbal medicines in naturopathy that have specific actions in the body when they're in a really high therapeutic dose. But we can also have these in our day-to-day lives in our, for diet and nutrition to reap the benefits from them too. So I'm going to give you my top three sort of herbal medicine-based spices that you can include in your cooking all the time as well as why they're so important and beneficial for the body so the first one probably my favorite spice cinnamon it's beautiful it's warming it's just got this awesome smell in herbal medicine it's great for helping to bring blood flow to the gut and assist with the absorption of nutrients as well as to soothe bloating and any gastrointestinal discomfort so i love that part of it it's also got a lot of promise as a delicious sugar balancing herb sorry delicious it's got a lot of promise as a blood sugar balancing herb I love adding it to smoothies, but it's delicious on roast pumpkin. That's my absolute favorite. If I'm roasting up pumpkin, I put cinnamon on it. It's a taste sensation, guarantee it. So if you're looking to include some more spice, cinnamon's a really good one to start with. Very well loved. The second one is turmeric, which is probably one of our most potent anti-inflammatories that we have available and still plenty of benefit when you have it alongside your foods. It's amazing for pain and inflammation. It's also really good uh, for liver support and antioxidants into the body as well. So great for you stressed out students that need a little bit of extra support in that area. Obviously, fantastic to add to curries, stir fries. It's really good in soups. Another one that you can uh, sprinkle onto roast veggies for a beautiful, vibrant orange color. Just make sure when you use turmeric, you add a little bit of pepper and have that food with a healthy fat source as well to optimize its absorption throughout the body. That's how you would find it in traditional meals that use turmeric. So things like coconut milk and cream and beautiful olive oils and things like that, coconut oil even. When you have that alongside turmeric, alongside some pepper, you're going to be able to make sure that you absorb it really well out of the diet. So that's the second one. And then the third one, actually, I've got four here. I've listed four, but let's go with the third one is ginger hot and spicy on the tongue. It's amazing for increasing your body temperature. So I use this a lot in my clients who talk to me about that they're a bit of a cold-blooded person because it's really, really good for helping to heat up the body, encourage that blood circulation and good for nutrient delivery as well. Ginger is also really great for settling an upset tummy. So if you're somebody that does get maybe that morning nausea or you might get sort of some gut symptoms related to anxiety or some stress, for example, ginger is a really good one. You can buy it fresh. You can grate it into meals. It's an excellent tea. It's really delicious in curries and all of those sort of things as well. So beautiful ginger. Love it. Um, And the last two, I don't know why I've said three, then I've said four. I'm actually talking about five. I can't stop myself when it comes to herbs and spices, guys. But the other two that I wanted to mention, because they are herbal medicines that we use as well, are rosemary and thyme. They're both great plants in herbal medicine, used for different things. Rosemary is really important for blood circulation. Thyme is also really good for lung health and bacterial infections. They're both delicious when you add them into veggies, casseroles, stews amazing i had i made a beautiful cottage pie this week ask anyone in my life i can't stop raving about this cottage pie it was so good and it had beautiful big dollops of rosemary and thyme in there and oh my god it was absolute heaven 
I will put the recipe in the link. It's just a recipe tin eats recipe, but it's so good. Highly recommend if you're looking for something to meal prep for next week. So yes, spices, super, super valuable, especially during winter time. I think they're probably something that is very, very easy to add into a lot of these wintry meals. Curries, stir fries, create your own spice blends to add on top of roast veggies. There's heaps of recipes, but honestly, you can't really go wrong. There's no there's no wrong, um, wrong recipes here. Chai tea is also a really beautiful coffee alternative during the winter that adds in lots of beautiful things like cinnamon and cardamom and aniseed and all of these beautiful flavors that are excellent for settling gut disturbances, good for your blood... Uh, blood flow into the gut so be like the spice girls spice up your life variety is fantastic get some flavor onto those foods okie doke fourth recommendation stay warm for good circulation now this one is a little bit obvious but honestly one of the best things you can do for your health during the winter time is to keep warm now that does not mean blast the heater all day and rack up the bill in your house but there are a few ways that i like to promote this internal warmth and to keep your blood moving effectively through the body that good blood flow is going to make sure that we're delivering good nutrients we're removing good to- like bad toxins from the body and making sure that things are constantly getting moved around so the first one is heat packs and putting layers on so get yourself a good pair of socks right Don't study at your freezing cold desk in your freezing room with no socks on and cold little toes. Get some good bed socks. Highly recommend. Get comfy. Get a heat pack or or a... um, water hot water bottle for example really really valuable for if you've got muscle soreness or stiffness so i talked in the headache episode about putting a heat pack on your neck and shoulders if you find that you're getting a lot of tension pain in those areas uh it's also valuable for if you've got a sore tummy again helping to bring the blood flow to that area and disperse any pain that's going on there um heat packs water hot water bottles great for period cramps again blood flow (laughs) this is a big big topic today big theme um but then you know jumpers scarves gloves whatever you need please don't let yourself be cold or don't let that be something that you forget um you know when you're getting ready for uni that day or you're heading off to school make sure that you've got layers there to look after yourself literally not being cold is going to help you to keep your immune system happy The other one is using some herbal teas to keep yourself warm. Now, I wanted to talk about this one because it's really important for hydration. So during the summertime, I I talk to a lot of clients about how it's so much easier to drink more water during summer because it is hot and we want cold water to cool ourselves down. And it becomes a little bit trickier to keep up that habit of having plenty of water during the winter. So I always promote having a herbal tea instead. So studying with a herbal tea, taking a herbal tea in a thermos on the way to uni or to school that's a really important one as well Uh, they're beautiful and warm so you're keeping your body warm you're able to add some herbal medicine to those so again have a ginger tea have a beautiful warm chai something like that to add to that hydration level and to keep your body warm from the inside as well and then the other recommendation for staying warm is to keep moving make sure that you keep your body active walks outside keep up the exercise routine where you can you know don't quit out on your uh, sport team commitment whatever you're doing whatever your movement commitment is Um, but even if that's not the case even if it is too cold it's too wet we don't have any of those sort of regular activities if you're starting to feel cold and cramped when you're studying at your desk 
jump up and do some star jumps. Like reset, get that blood moving again. Do some running on the spot. Do some sprints on the spot. Do star jumps. Do some wiggly arms. Do dancing. Whatever you want to do, but keep that blood moving, especially if you're hunched over a desk, you're feeling cold, you've got cold hands and feet. Get the body moving again. Wiggle the toes. Make sure that that blood is being really encouraged to move throughout that whole body. So stay warm. Keep the body warm with some layers. Use heat packs. Use hot tea uh, instead of cold, icy water. And make sure that you keep the body moving a little bit as well. And then my last recommendation for you, the fifth one, is to check in with your health professional. Don't let it get too late winter time and you've already been sick a couple of times this year and you haven't had the chance to sort of check in with anybody and make sure that there's not something deeper going on here. I will see a lot of people who come in with lots of winter bugs or they've sort of gone through having winter bugs and they end up getting a blood test and checking in with the GP further on and we find out that they've got intense nutrient deficiencies that perhaps if we had corrected and sort of addressed earlier on we would have been able to prevent serious illness and time off school and time off work and falling behind with all of these sort of things so they always say hindsight is 2020 so remember what you were like last year and I know last year's winter season was just a shocker for illness so make sure that during these upcoming breaks you book in to see whether it's your GP whether it's your naturopath whoever is the person for you that you check in with your health Make sure that you jump in, make sure that you're up to date with your supplements, your diet's okay, you haven't got any sort of niggles that need addressing and give yourself the best possible start as we head into that really deep winter time. Because not only are we now getting to the end of a very, very busy semester, where most of the time people will, as soon as they get time to have a deep breath and a break after all of that sort of hustling for a long time, their body will sort of collapse and go into this very you know need to sort of rest and recover and maybe get sick for example it's also rampant like there are viruses everywhere it is such a rough season and it's literally the second week of june so definitely understand that it is likely that you're going to get sick so give yourself the best chance where you can and listen to next week's episode when it comes out i'm going to talk to you about some more immune boosting sort of tips that i suggest for a lot of my clients to help keep on top of their health but i did just want to give you that overall just little prep of these are the steps that we can do as we jump into winter time to start sort of shifting the way that we look after our body so that it's a little bit more season appropriate. So those are the five recommendations for helping your body to stay healthy during the winter time. So switching to cooked foods for meals where you can. So that's brekkie, lunch and dinner. As a part of that, the second one was to focus on seasonal winter veggies, cooking those up, having lots of cooked meals so that we can get beautiful nutrients from there. Include spices in your cooking to help encourage good blood flow keep warm which is a little bit obvious but i mean keep warm have layers make sure that you're preparing you've got lots of heat packs switch to herbal tea where you can so you're keeping warm on the inside and continuously keep that body moving um, don't let don't let winter time keep you inside forever and then the last one definitely check in with your health professional your your 
health does not go into hibernation. It is definitely under a little bit of stress during this winter period. So make sure that you look after yourself during that time. So what did you think of a topic like this? Do you like having a little bit of a seasonal chat? I can picture doing one again in springtime. So let me know if that's something that you like to do. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about that sort of allergy and hay fever season as we move into springtime too. But you know, that shift in winter veggies and what veggies will be coming around at that time as well. So this, as I said, this is sort of part one of a three-part series on your immune system. Next week, I'm going to have more to say on those tips to help keep your immune system supported during this little virusy, wintry season. And then in the last, the third part of this little series, I am going to talk a lot about herbal medicine and what that specifically got to add to that beautiful protection of the immune system during this time as well. So Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Definitely let me know. Send me an email, whatever you like. I hope that the last few weeks of this semester are bearable for you. I'm reading for you. You've got this. I'll talk to you soon. listening to the thriving student podcast you can find me on instagram and facebook at earthly health naturopathy or email me with feedback or any questions at hello at earthlyhealth.com.au i would absolutely love to hear from you you can also rate and follow the podcast which would just be amazing all right good luck with your sack or assignment this week keep well and we'll talk soon bye This podcast was recorded on the land of the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.